Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is February 13th, 2020. So while we should be focusing on Valentine's Day and feeling all kinds of love right now, I am feeling a little bit of rage. So warning, um, because I'm a little bit testy right now, I just want to give a language warning. We try to keep this show family-friendly, but listener discretion is advised because I might have... a a foul word or two to share with this upcoming rant. Okay, warnings given. This is my rant. So Lewis had a great interview discussion with uh, conservative MP Dan Albus yesterday. Um, I hope you listened to it. If you haven't listened to it, I strongly encourage you to do so. It was... uh, a very effective use of an hour of our time. Um, I should say his time. My, my hour was simply listening to the uh, what was turned into a, a very good discussion. And one of the things Mr. Albus brought up was uh, a discussion about leadership. He made some very good points about leadership. And that's sort of what I want to center my rant around, although the reason I want to center that rant around leadership is because we don't have any in this country right now. And that is what is absolutely taking me right off. And this is in regards to endless protests going on right now over the Coastal Link natural gas pipeline in northern British Columbia. Except it's not just northern British Columbia where protests are going on. Protests are going on all around the bloody country right now. And I will be the first one to say... Every citizen in this country has a right to protest. Everybody has a right to petition the government, to make themselves heard, to take a stand on issues that that they believe are important to them. And I will always, always stand up for people's right to protest and petition petition their government. I will always stand up for people's rights to free speech. Um, As Lewis has said, free speech is absolutely tantamount to any democracy, but especially to our democracy, because this is our country. And each and every one of us has a right to stand up for what they believe to be right in this country. And that might very well be what Indigenous Canadians, First Nations people are doing in protesting the the Coastal Link gas pipeline. And that is absolutely fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. What I do have a problem with is breaking the law to make your point heard and to bring publicity to your protest or get your message across or whatever the hell it is they think they're doing. Because what they're doing right now is not protest. It's called breaking the law. They're blockading railroads. They're blockading roads. They're trying to barricade people from getting into buildings government buildings, and this has gone way too far. 
there was consultation processes done. There will have been lawsuits. There has been challenges, Supreme Court challenges to resource projects. And those that have been approved are approved. So let them get it done. For crying out loud, let's just get it done. But instead, what we are doing is we are blocking roads, blocking railways, blocking government buildings. CP or CN Rail has shut down service in eastern Canada between Toronto and Montreal right now. And if you think that's making a statement with a protest, well, good for you, slow clap. No, I do not mean that. What you're doing is breaking the law. You are stopping Canadians from working, from paying taxes, from delivering and receiving goods and services that they need. And as much as I don't support the Liberal government in Ottawa, I will always respect the offices that these ministers hold. And for a protester to stick his elbow right in the face of Deputy Prime Minister Krista Freeland in British Columbia is absolutely not acceptable. You may have a problem with her as a person or her as a, as a minister or her as Deputy Prime Minister, but you do not have any right to get into their physical space and stick your elbow right in her face. I realize she's not a very tall person, but A, show some respect. B, where the hell is her security detail? She's got to have a security detail as Deputy Prime Minister, or at the very least have some police presence when there's a damn protest going on. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's lawlessness. That's what it is. It is lawlessness. There is, you cannot have private citizens sticking their elbows in the face of who is the de facto prime minister right now because the person who is prime minister isn't even in the country. So therefore, the prime ministerial duties fall upon the deputy prime minister. So you're effectively sticking your elbow in the face of the prime minister and the police are doing nothing to stop that? You've got people who are barricading railways, barricading roadways, and the police are doing nothing to stop that? Right here in my own city of Saskatoon this afternoon, one of the, the, the primary intersections in downtown Saskatoon was blocked off this afternoon for a brief time by those very same protesters. And what did the Saskatoon Police Service do? They stood and watched and, and helped people help to reroute traffic around the protest. You don't reroute traffic around the protest. You get traffic through. You get the, the protesters who are breaking the law into the back of squad cars, into the back of paddy wagons, and get them the hell out of there. I cannot believe that we are allowing people to break the laws in this country, and police are standing by and effectively applauding that. And if you don't believe me that they are applauding that, they're letting it happen. That is just as good as consent. You cannot allow this to happen. You cannot allow people to break the law in this country with impunity. And that is exactly what they are allowing them to do right now. They're, hold, they're barricading. They have shut down a main railway line in eastern Canada. And the OPP are just going to let that happen? Just going to stand by and watch? CN has canceled all, all freight car service indefinitely. Via Rail has canceled passenger train service indefinitely. And people actually ride the train in eastern Canada. Well, not now, apparently. 
the police need to step in and enforce the laws before we have another Oka on our hands. And Lewis had brought that up in our show the other night. He and I are old enough to remember what happened in Oka. He and I are old enough to remember, and many of you are as well, what happened when the Canadian Armed Forces had to get involved in the dispute because there was no leadership back then either. The police were afraid to get in and do their jobs. You know what? The job of policing is not an easy job. I know some police officers. I once actually tried to apply with my local police force. I understand it's a crappy job and you have to deal with crappy people and crappy situations all the time. But you know that going in, men and women who who join the police forces, you know that going into the job. You know you're going to be dealing with the worst of society every single day. So get in there and do your job and clear these roads. Clear these protesters out. Start throwing people in handcuffs. Do your job. How hard is that? Do your job. And you know what? I'm even going to give the police a little bit of a pass because this has to go higher up. We need leadership from up top. And we don't have that right now. And this is why I say this ties into what Mr. Albus and Lewis were discussing yesterday. Because we have not even weak leadership at the very top. We have no leadership at the top. Our prime minister decided to spend the first three weeks of this year getting drunk and growing a beard in Costa Rica. And what is the story from that? Oh, he grew a beard. Look how sexy he is. That's not even a story. And that doesn't show any leadership that you got drunk with a bunch of cabinet ministers and friends in Costa Rica on our dime and grew a beard. Good for you, you grew a beard, Mr. Trudeau. And now you're running around Africa, throwing taxpayer dollars around, trying to to gain votes to win a temporary seat on the UN Security Council. There's more important pressing matters matters, sorry, right here in Canada right now, Mr. Trudeau, perhaps you could get involved in some. Oh, but I'm guessing that selfies and, and hugs and sunny ways won't get you very far with these protesters, will it? And virtue signaling overseas certainly isn't helping. So then what do you do? Well, I guess perhaps you would delegate those responsibilities to Krista Freeland, who apparently isn't getting very far by getting protesters shoving their arms in her face in B.C., I wonder if you would have someone who could protect her, like the police, perhaps? Where is leadership in this country and where is law enforcement? The Wild West was something that people romanticize about that happened 150 or 200 years ago. But apparently the Wild West is back because the lawlessness is back. So perhaps it's time for the RCMP to become the Northwest Mounted Police again and get out there and restore some law and order. But unfortunately, where do they take their orders from? The PMO, who's in charge of the RCMP. And who's in charge of the PMO? Oh, right, the Prime Minister, who's doing absolutely nothing to work to settle unrest in his own country. But what's happening now, by shutting down the railway, by delaying pipeline projects or resource projects in general, over and over again, ad nauseum, all you are doing is eroding confidence from any of our trading partners that... Canada could actually get anything done. I mean, what if people in other parts of the world wanted to buy some Canadian resources or wanted to buy Canadian products, sorry, and then find out we can't even get those products to market because we're too busy allowing protesters to break the law and blockade our transportation networks. 
well, I guess they could just go buy from somewhere else. All you people are doing, and yes, I said you people, you people who are trying to cripple our economy right now and are succeeding, by the way, congratulations. You people crippling our economy are shooting yourselves in the foot because where do you think the taxpayer dollars come from to support yourselves, to support your treaties, to support your well, I guess people who who aren't treaty, who are out there out there protesting, they probably don't get that that kind of money, but they're still got to get get an income from somewhere. And if you read anything by Vivian Krauss, you'll realize that a lot of these protesters are actually paid protesters, paid by the Tides Foundation and other foreign sources, who are all too happy to shut down Canada's resource industries because it benefits the ones in the United States or Saudi Arabia or everywhere else where the, that are funding these, these groups. We cannot allow this to continue to happen, Canada. If we want to have any kind of a country, we need to stop this. We need to stop the lawlessness. We need police to do their jobs. But most importantly, we need leaders to do their jobs. And we don't have any leadership right now. We have no leadership from our prime minister. We have a leadership contest going on with our main opposition party. And we have no effective leadership in the smaller opposition parties. As a matter of fact, the leader of the Bloc Québécois, and I mentioned this in our show the other night with Lewis and I, has stated he has a problem with the, the tech frontier mine in, in northern Alberta for uh, the oil sands. Well, you know what, Mr. Blanchette? That's none of your goddamn business from out there in Quebec when you don't have a single MP outside of your province. You've made it very clear you're in, in Ottawa to represent Quebec's interests. So how about you shut up about a mine in Alberta? Because that is none of your business whatsoever. And while you're at it, perhaps you should be concerned about a railway being shut down between Toronto and Montreal because Montreal is still in Quebec. Maybe you should be worried about that and maybe shut up about a mine in Alberta. And Mr. Trudeau, if you are listening, and I have reason to believe that you are because you certainly seem to respond to the show a lot in your actions, get the hell back home. Get back home and instead of just, if, just saying to the the First Nations people, we will agree to meet if you take down your barricades. Just tell them, take your goddamn barricades down if you want anything at all. And not agreeing that, okay, if you take your barricades down, then how about we talk? No, you tell them, take the goddamn barricades down, get out of the, out of the way of commerce, and then we'll sit down and talk. You are in the driver's seat, Mr. Trudeau. Why the hell are you letting everybody else in the driver's seat. This is absolutely ridiculous. This country is being torn apart from within by absolute lawlessness. It's being torn apart by pushy bullies who think they can get their way, who are angry that they didn't, and now have decided to take, as they say, other means to get their point across. You've had plenty of opportunities to get your point across. That's what the consultations were about. That's what the, the, the lawsuits were about. That's what the court challenges were all about. Point taken, some of you people, and I'm not, not by you people, that's Canadians. Some Canadians don't want resource projects to go ahead. Some Canadians don't like pipelines. Some Canadians don't like oil. And some other Canadians do, and some other Canadians approve of resource projects and approve of pipelines, and those Canadians have spoken up, signed agreements, and 
will at some point in time make some revenue once these projects actually get get completed and done, and then all Canadians will benefit. Instead, we're allowing small interest groups to drive the bus, and we cannot allow smaller interest groups, minorities of the population, to put a stranglehold on Canada's economy and indeed to to direct Canada's economic policy. Show some leadership, Mr. Trudeau. Get back home, sit down, and get to work. That's what we've wanted you to do for four years now, is get to work. Just sitting around the world trying to win United Nations votes for a worthless seat on the Security Council really isn't the the work, the the day-to-day work of running the country. And that is what we elected you for. Did I elect you? No. And I will never vote for a liberal. And I, but I do accept the fact that there is a liberal government in Ottawa, but I just want this government to get to work and get something done. And honestly, if I was at a protest and I saw someone shoving their arms in the face of our, our de facto prime minister, a representative of the prime minister, I'd be so upset with that person. But for some reason, the police aren't. So how about, Mr. Trudeau, do your job, get the police to do their job, and let's get this country working again.